At the sound of a door closing softly, hazel eyes, their irises deeply flecked and ringed with black, opened. Staring directly overhead at the wide, chinked logs, the man made an effort to remember where he was. But even that small attempt made his head ache, unbearably so, and he closed his eyes again. He gritted his teeth. There was a foul taste in his mouth. Where the hell was he? A spattering of visions filtered into his thoughts, but he could make no sense of them. His fingers curled against the strange softness of the quilt covering him, the move bringing with it the scent of pine and cedar. His mother had always stored their blankets and quilts in her large wooden chest with branches of pine and chips of cedar. Was he home? Where was home? Squeezing his eyes shut tighter, he tried to remember. Faded images came to him again, sudden tension flowing like a dark, dangerous current. The hunters were coming closer. They weren't stalking game. They were stalking him. He heard them moving through the brush, some leading their horses while the others rode slowly, circling around him. He was exhausted from their chase. Bellying his way into a small hollow, he cursed the fates that had left him without a gun, horse, or even a knife to protect himself. His throat was raw from thirst. He found himself longing to cry out for a drink, but no sound escaped his lips. How much longer would they keep searching for him? The snap of brush against saddle leather made his hand close over a rock. It was better than no weapon at all. He had to make some effort to protect himself. If they found him, they would kill him. Sweat dampened his body. Gripping the rock, he found himself too weak to wipe the sweat from his brow. He waited, with shallow breaths, for them to come for him. He didn't have long to wait. One of the hunters rose suddenly from the rock-strewn brush. Mouth grinning, eyes narrowed, he leveled his gun. The image blurred. The man called out in his fevered sleep, heard himself, heard the thickness and fear in his own voice, yet couldn't stop it. His head throbbed from forcing these buried pictures to the surface. He was filled with regret. Why, he didn't know. Pain thrashed his body, and he gave himself over to it, sinking into blackness once again. I'm sorry. So sorry this happened to you. Jenny Latham crooned softly to the man in the bed, as she would to her son. Bathing the man's fevered body, tears blurred her eyes. And once again he turned his head, as if seeking to be closer to her comfort. She was only too eager to offer it as atonement, not only for now, for him, but to appease her own demons. She turned to the man beside her. Ben, he's still not resting easy. You may know more about healing folks, but- But he's one tough son, and he'll pull through, Jenny, the old man said gruffly, setting a small kettle on the edge of the fireplace. Let this spice bush tea cool, make sure he drinks all of it.